This is Eric. And this is Ross. And you're listening to Verse Verse. Verse. Welcome back, guys. We have been off on a little hiatus because my friend Eric here has been traveling the <laughs> the world. Where have you oh, been, Eric? I have not been traveling the world. I just went to Mexico and Burning Man. And bu- shit, Burning Man. <clears throat> All right. So Eric and I are actually in a studio today, sort of studio. We're actually in an office. Um, Where I was about to read a motherfucking <laughs> loca. I was about to use the F word, but I'm not. <laughs> about to fucking read the queen. But because she's lucky because I respect Ross and Ross has to work with her. But I was going to fucking read that bitch. Well, but she, was, she didn't like... Um, well, we, we have a bunch of different topics. And one of the topics is uh, fake faggots. And I think we're going to talk about fake faggots today. Because Eric told me to just pick bitch. a topic. And Ross already knew I was going to fucking kill this bitch with my luck. Because, listen, guys, I've had a bad fucking day today. Today has not been okay, all right? You know, Puerto Rico is going on. My best friend's family is going to, you know, go through the eye of the, the fucking storm. And then Hurricane Mexico, Maria, we're my talking lives about in Mexico City, and then my phone is all fucked up. You, you like how I go from like crazy real shit to like. Hey, listen, phone. first world problems, and and get this. I mean, especially for people in New York, for real. When a hurricane comes, we're all affected. Mm-hmm. When a, a earthquake hits Mexico City, we're we're mad affected, and then they hit it twice. Like we may not be there, but somebody we know, or we're only one second person. F- your first episode, I didn't really like it. Oh, you shouldn't have started with that, <laughs> bitch. You know I fucking gave that bitch the ugliest fucking look I could. <laughs> so I, I'll say this, you know, because I have, I have to be diplomatic um, on these. It's interesting I because, <laughs> yeah, no, you don't. You know, Eric, it's interesting because we, um, we said we were gonna talk about shit and we we're gonna keep it real. Mm. And when we were talking about raw sex, um, a lot of people, I've gotten a lot of feedback where people were just very uncomfortable with the subject and mainly because it indicts them, right? Because they've been indoctrinated, just like we said, and they feel a certain kind of way when they hear people like you and I saying, listen, we're not promoting it. We're saying this is real and this is what's happening. Correct. Yeah. Um, And And so maybe you would have said that on another day where like. I'm not already... Where the world wasn't ending. (laughs) I would have just been like, okay, whatever, girl. Roll my eyes and kept it moving. Yeah. Um, Well, I mean, on that subject, you know, because I feel like some of the feedback we got is kind of like... I'm not... And for the record, I'm not calling him a fake faggot. I think what he was saying was really real because I think it's real when you hear something that makes you go (gasps) and clutch your damn pearls... Because it's so shocking that oh, someone's saying... because she, you know, she's like, eh, on the verge of current being a conservative. But you know, I, that's when I, guys, that's when I walked out of the room and stayed <laughs> out of the room for like 10 minutes, bitch. Because I was going to fucking... I thought you went to the bathroom. Bottle. No, bitch. I, I stepped outside to drink water <laughs> before I fucking shredded her fucking nothing. Oh, anyway, my God. Let's move on. So, you know, along that, I, I definitely did want to talk. The reason why I picked fake faggots today is because the feedback. Oh, that's, that's so <laughs> no, no, we are doing fake that's faggots. Topic you picked. Well, that's the topic on your list. It was fake faggots. And so Bitch, that was your. That was. I remember very clearly. That was you who said put it on the list. Really? I, yeah. What were oh, we talking yeah. about? Because I, you know, I don't like to use that word loosely. Oh right. Yes. Yes. But um, there are. 
occasions where I use it. So. I only use it when I only use it when and I want to be derogatory, but not in a external derogatory. Mm-hmm. Say I want to be like loca. You're one of my girls, and I'm saying you fake. You know what I mean? And so I feel like it's the same like nigga. I can say nigga if I want to. All the other guys I know who say nigga say nigga because they are part of the culture. Either Shout out to Insecure. <laughs> Talking about niggas, this, nigga, that. Niggas. Issa Ray, I see you, girl. I right. see you, Issa. I feel, like, I feel like it's the same kind of thing. I'm not going to say the N-word because I, while I don't use that term in... Um, I don't use that term in general reference to people of color and or in general reference to a random man. But I do use it when I'm trying to make a point mm-hmm. about how a person is behaving. And it's controversial. And, I, you know, my thing is, whatever, I am, I grew up in an urban environment. You know, I'm a man of color. And this is part of the culture. You know what I mean? So that's a term that's used in the culture. So it's the same thing to me as when I'm, as a gay man... You know, straight up saying, you know, I'll say faggot to another gay man the same way we say girl to each other. But I definitely it will not use it in mixed company. It depends on, in, you know, the context. Um, and most gay men have used the word. That's just, you know, the reality of it. Uh, I don't really like to condone much of, you know, the use of it. But, you know, um, I have used it when, you know, I have to aim low below the belt. And yeah, it's been used. <laughs> when do you have to Bro, aim below the belt? Where are you gonna take it with this topic? But all right, body. Well, I mean, it was listed fake faggots. So what can I say? Um, <laughs> okay, fine. I won't. Passive aggressive um, bitches. Okay, we won't call them faggots. We'll call them bitches. No, 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 oh, no, 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 no. I'm just saying that falls under that umbrella. Yeah, which is bitches is kind of problematic too. I mean, if we're gonna start going there, we're gonna lose our podcast. You know what I mean? It's a, to be real, like, you know what it is when you and your boys are together and you're talking about and you and you'll say it, you'll be like, loca, this motherfucker did this, that and the other. And then your your one of your girls will be like, fucking faggot. You know what I mean? And they're not saying uh, they're not they're not saying um, they aren't using it the way a straight person who is homophobic is using it. They're using it very specifically inside the community, inside their culture. And it's very specific reference to, and it's not a reference to things that homophobes and external people from our culture would recognize. They're using it very specifically saying, you dirty, you're, you know, they, they're intentionally using it derogatory, but it's not derogatory about the person's sexual orientation is derogatory about some really, really shady ass, horrible behavior. And for them, generally, I noticed saying, oh, she's shady or that's a mess or something does not really capture or encapsulate their vitriol for that behavior, you know? So they say fucking faggot, you know, or no, I get it. I mean, yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, and one of the reasons why I agree with you is because recently, you know, like, well, not recently, um, uh, Azila Banks, who, you know, uh oh, uh oh, yeah, I took it to Azilia, <laughs> who I'm a fan of, you know, acknowledging her craziness and everything. Um, but she said the same thing. She was like, if these men want to call me a bitch, bitch this, bitch that, whether it's good or not, why can't, why can't I say faggots this, faggots that, you know? 
Um, but at the same time, when gay men use it, when I've used it, it is, I still, I'm not too excited about using it just because I use it, I use it in a place of anger. Absolutely. And anger and judgment, you know, where it's like, you're my boy and your boyfriend cheated on you with your best friend or whatever. <laughs> I'd be like, what a fucking tacky faggot. That's <laughs> right. when I'm like, you tacky faggot, right. you know, you know, tacky faggot shit. Um, but at the same time, you know, I'm just like, damn. But whatever, you know. I mean, we all feel, I, 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 I totally feel you because we, we definitely recognize the nuance. And I know purists are like, see, that's the reason why you feel bad or feel a certain kind of way when you use it is because you know that that's, that word is verboten. Like you shouldn't be, because that's a tool of oppressors and this kind of thing. And so that you're replicating the tools of oppressors. And I don't disagree with what they're saying. I just know that I am who I am and that shit works it, when, when, like you said, when, you're, when your best friend's boyfriend or when your boyfriend fucks mm-hmm. around on you with somebody who he knows you know, mm-hmm. they both become really... Tacky sc- faggots. Exactly. 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 Become. Because here's the thing. If they weren't tacky, you wouldn't have ever found out about it. Mm. <laughs> hey, I mean, listen. Everything is in black and white. Exactly. You know, There's nuance. Racism is in black and white. The, you know... All this shit, political correctness is in black and white. You know, there's there's a gray area. There's context, and um, I guess you just have to know when is right to use it and when it isn't. I guess. Yeah, um, like I said, I don't. I'm I'm just not down for um, using it in mixed company. You know, I just feel like if in the same way I am with nigger, the same way I am with is the way I am with faggot. It's just like these are words that I'll use in non-mixed company and in even when i say mixed company i mean i actually don't especially with nigger and with faggot for that purpose i don't use it outside of people who i'm already familiar with Mm -hmm. and i also don't use it cross class you know and to be specific i feel like some of us grew up a certain kind of way and some of us grew up different and some of us have different sets of value and we have different class markers and i feel like if we don't acknowledge that we're we're you know we're being fake ourselves. But the fact of the matter is is that I once you get a certain level of education, once you understand really how the world works, once you start waking up, you know, you have a responsibility to your community and to your population. And at the same time, you're still real. You're still a human. You still experience things, and you are still influenced. And that's why for me, those those terms are only used in you know, closed. So even if I'm out in a club or out with other gay men and somebody does something fucked up, faggot don't come out my mouth. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like usually when I'm using it, it's intentional. You know, like when you're raised a certain way, you know when to use certain words and not. It's it's sort of like in the house talk and out the house talk. You know what I mean? You know? No, no, no. Yeah, uh, I agree. Um, and, you know, now that we're, like, diving into this whole, like, words and, you know, what they mean and what they don't mean to some people, you know, um, I feel like with this whole fake that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ah, now you don't want to <laughs> yeah, use it. Now ah. I don't want to use it. I'm just, like, so, I'm so, like, subconscious mixed, about it. This is mixed it. company now. So faggot. Um, <laughs> oh, that word. Girl, you got to get me angry to say it. Yeah, right. Um, 
what falls under that that umbrella I not, I feel now is like the word petty. Now it's being used a lot, you know. Before <laughs> it was like, oh, she wants to be shady or she wants to be whatever. Um, now the word is petty, and I feel like that pettiness um, isn't a thing that. I was about to say a real man, but what is a real man? But what a see secure, how influenced you are in the culture, oh, right? Jesus, right, exactly. And, and, and we both have that, you know, machismo culture, right? We do, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, and it's hard to undo that, right, upbringing because you're like a real man does it, and you we default to that as much right. as we try not to. So even when you're trying to explain it, you default back to one of those problematic situations, right? right? As proud men of color. We, you know, we have that baggage with machismo and all that masculinity bullshit. Um, but yeah, I'm not a fan of this whole petty movement. Um, I don't... <laughs> I, I call it a movement. Yeah, everyone, <laughs> hash, uh, hashtag petty. Oh, petty, petty Betty. <laughs> I'm like, come on, man. You know, like, it's not even about... You know what? I, I take back that whole masculine, inserting masculinity into it. It's not about that. This is for women as well. You know, you have something to say or you dislike somebody, um, just go ahead and say it. You know, I I suffered a lot when I fucking was bullshitting and, you know, when I cheated, when I cheated with my, on my boyfriends, when I lied to my boyfriends, you know, lying doesn't get you anywhere or passive aggressive or pettiness doesn't get you anywhere. You know, honesty, brutal honesty is, you know, merciful. Yeah, I, the, I, I love, like that. Yeah, I love the way you put that because um, subtlety is often misinterpreted as petty, right? Mm-hmm. And petty, you when people when when you say people are being petty, I feel like they mis mis they're misusing the word mm-hmm. because being petty is actually that you are making a big issue over something that is not actually as important as you're making it it's right it's a very right. small thing and you are really making it into something more than it is it's the thing that you were taught to ignore mm-hmm. right in the generally in the culture i feel like especially with people of color um we historically have been disrespected by the mainstream culture at every level. And so respect is very important. Mm-hmm. You know, like we have endured generations of disrespect. You know what I mean? And so respect in our cultures are very, it's very important. And so we sometimes don't take it to the next level when a very small offense happens and we're being petty because we're going to get that person. Mm-hmm. And my dad used to say, I'm going to fix her. I'm going to fix him. And then he was being petty. You're being petty because it's petty if you're going to fix somebody. <laughs> you know, like... Yeah, I get it. But I mean, it just... I don't know. I mean, I, I totally get what you're saying. We've all been petty. I've been fucking oh, petty. God, You've been I'm fucking petty. petty. <laughs> okay. Yeah, oh, bitch. <laughs> bitch. You do I know? Bitch. No, that wasn't petty. Uh, okay. That's petty, petty. Well, to me, petty is like doing little, like she was doing, work. doing some, something. Very much said what I had to say, whether it was one word or two words. Because you know, again, but did you feel like she was being petty? 
No, I don't think he was. I think he was genuinely giving his opinion. Okay. Um, it's just, just didn't that, like it. It's just that I didn't like the opinion, and I'm in a very bad mood. <laughs> okay. So I was gonna, you know, no, it wasn't so much that I felt that he was petty. Not at all. Okay. I, I, I respect that. I just don't respect his whole like his comment with like, oh, you know, I'm more conservative, or whatever, or the fact that you know he just came out and said I didn't like this or whatever. So you know, a brutal person. But I respect his honesty, but I just don't like him and or his opinion. <laughs> okay. Um, so he rubbed you the wrong way. He clear, well, very much so. Okay. And he, he clearly understood that. He knew that. He knew that I didn't like him. That's well, why I said, I thought, we were gonna, I thought we were going to record in private. Yeah. You know? And, and I, I thought I did, Ross. I thought we were going to. We, we were. And we then I well, expected they, that we, um, we would. Um, and I knew we would because I was... Here. Uh, well, right. And no, I know it's not you. It's not like you kicked them out. <laughs> exactly, and I wouldn't. To be honest with you, that's just not the way. Um, when it comes down to this, even when we're recording at the barbershop, even when we're recording anywhere else, I try to keep part of my professional hat on. You know what I mean? Um, and if we were at my house and it was my own equipment, you know what I mean? Um, I would be like. This My one, opinions are still going to be there. Yes. And, and this one is very much like the people, right? So there's the real you and then there's this fake you, right? And for most of us, we try our, our best to align our private selves with our public selves. Mm-hmm. You know, some people purposely do not do that. And those are fake people. And so when you tell me some, when, when I know what you have done... You know, unless you publicly come out and disavow your old ways and say you're somebody new and different, don't think of me a different in in the old way because I disavow that or whatever. Then until that happens, then you just being fake when you tell me shit like, oh, I don't do that. I'm like, yes, you do. Yes, you do. I know you do. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like, you know, I know. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I recently had a, a little uh, situation on Grinder where just to like bring in the first episode again. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, it's always there. We went in, you know, without lube, without condoms. We went straight for the point. Um, I was on Grinder and this guy hits me up. He's like, hey, you're hot. Um, I would love to just sit on your dick, you know, uh, I, I've been tested, I'm negative, I'm clean, he used the word clean. Uh-oh, oh, he oh, used wait, wait. clean. Yeah, yeah, wait, um, I'm clean, Stigmatizing and, language. and I would, you know, but I would love to just try bareback with you. <laughs> Mind you, this guy doesn't know me from a hole in the wall. Didn't he read your profile? No, he didn't, and then I read his profile. Oh, he only saw your picture. And then, yes, because most people do this, and then I read his profile, and it stated, Clearly, only safe in capital letters. And he said something like um, DDF. Oh, he said uh, DDF, you should be too. Oh, God. You know, I fucking read him to filth. I'm like, you hypocritical fucking cunt. I didn't say that, but. You should have said that. See, there you go. You Well, damn. No, no, no. I did. No, no. I can say cunt. Cunt, cunt. No, no. problematic language. You may as well say faggot. You sound like fucking Trump right now. Like, get over it. We're not to be politically correct. You can't say anything, Eric. I know. Um. So I messaged him. I was like, 
you ignorant ass. Like you, you how fucking That's good. dare ignorant you? Ass. Like hit me up, somebody who's positive, undetectable, talking about DDFUB two. What you put in your profile? To, yes, of course. Wanting to fuck raw. Like get the fuck out of here. I was like, kindly look elsewhere. He didn't even respond. He must have felt so stupid. Fake. Fake. You're fucking fake. Wait, he's fake in fake the. Is he's like fuck. simultaneously fake at once because your your profile is there, and then when you send a message. That's taking fakes to a whole nother level because if you're on Grinder being fake, you really need some serious, serious mental health, uh, healthcare. Some you need to see a psychoanalyst for real because Grinder in general is first for sex, overtly for sex. Second for uh, maybe a relationship that results from sex, and third for I'm new to the area and I'm meeting new people. Or maybe it's really the second I'm new to the area and I'm meeting new people. Where's the hot club? By the way, can we fuck in the meantime? And then maybe a relationship. So why are you being fake on Grindr? Why are you putting safe only um, blah, blah, blah? When you hit up a guy who says, and this is the thing that they always fuck around and say, oh, these positive guys don't, don't give their status, whatever, whatever. And then here you hit up a dude who, who shows his status who makes it very clear what the deal is, and then even on your profile, you say you're all, you know, I'm, um, I only use condoms, blah, blah, blah. I'm not HIV positive. I have no STIs. And then you hit them up in the, in the messages and you go, yo, can I ride your dick raw? That's all I want. You know, it's just like, no, you're fake. You are fake. At, you're fake. And even fake, if, okay, fake. Exactly. And even if I were fucking negative or even whoever he sent that message to, you're still a hypocritic, hypocritical fake faggot. And it's, spreading uh, stigma on top of, of it. Of course. Clean, you know, like, DD-free, UB2. How the fuck do you really know that they're negative? You don't. Like, it's just ridiculous. They don't. It's, it's, it's fucking ridiculous. You know, it's, it, that's, why I told you, that's why I say it's evergreen, right? It is always there. It never sheds. These motherfuckers are always there mm-hmm. being stigmatizing, being fake about what the fuck they want to do, mm-hmm. right? And then and you're on grinder being fake. And that's what I mean. It's like, and that's why people were pissed off about the, the ones who listened who hated it. Because some people listened and they liked it. I mean, all two people who listened. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> but, but I got a lot of feedback, and some of the feedback was very, and some of the feedback was third person. You know, they would tell a person who knew us in common and would say, um, I felt like. It was divisive. And at this time, we don't need to be divisive. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Right. Yeah. And then I wanted to fucking read. Yes. Which I, I don't know if you recall, I raised my voice and you I did. said men of color on purpose right. just to well, remind that Caucasian, whoever yeah. you are out there, yeah. that we are men of color. It's not, bitch. The divisiveness has been there for centuries and it will continue to fucking be there, especially with a fucking president. Like Trump, right? So don't even try to act like there there are invisible lines. There are fucking invisible lines. It annoyed, yeah, sorry. It, it annoyed me because the this particular person is, I guess, on some level, a religious and cultural non-majority, and this person is still white, and so exactly like it. it and and the, the thing out. that really fucking bugs me is that you can put on your oppressed coat when you feel like it. And then you, especially in New York, 
you are, I mean, we're all here for a reason. You know what I mean? We're all somewhat like-minded people mm-hmm. on the most stuff. And we're all here in New York for some reason, right? And so what really, really gets, gets to me is like, you're trying to tell me I'm being divisive and yet you will put on your, you know, your coat of privilege that you wear every day and no one questions it. Like no one looks at you and decides, not in New York at least, no one looks at you and decides that you're less than. And if I'm mistaken, then you haven't done a good enough job of being in, in, um, in the same, you haven't, if, if I'm mistaken about your experience and people like his experiences as being eyed and visually looked at, like you and I cannot escape a certain, if you're going to, if you're going to dislike a person based on not being white, you and I don't get to escape that on not being white. Mm -hmm. Right. Whereas this person can. And if he doesn't experience that, um, if he does, I'm sorry, if he does experience that he, he and many in of his uh, background don't, openly express their camaraderie and their same experience right so then what happens is is that you get to you get to get on your high horse and say oh you're being divisive and yet i know for a fact that you're a party to a situation where the term rice queen is spread around okay yeah so it's like you put your name on a public uh work of art where the 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 characters use the term white rice queen, which to me is is offensive, and I'm not. You guys like how he, she she went and did her research, right? <laughs> she researched some dirt. Just I didn't research. It. She shared. We were sharing oh. our own, like you know, this is of sorts a work of art, I guess. Listen, I don't want to position. <laughs> Stay in your lane, Blanco. Okay. See, I'm going to sound so racist right now. No. Even though many would say that it's not possible. Listen, I mean, gringa, stay you, in your lane. You can be prejudiced. Okay. This whole divisive shit, please. Okay. We get asked in, uh, what is it, the fucking, the census, what are races, what are Thank ages. You. Everything is divisive in, in our society. So don't even, just because we call ourselves men, men of color, Come on and say that we're dividing the gay community. Girl, go to Chelsea and you'll see how divided the community already is. Oh, please. Uh, they've already navigated north. But here's the thing. We, I, don't, I can't divide a culture that is already divided. That I was born into the division. Correct. And let's not forget. I'm sorry. Really quick. Yeah, no. I'm assuming this guy was gay. gay whether he was Yes, he wasn't. was gay. Okay, yes, he was gay. Yes, he's gay. Men out there, women out there, everybody out there, especially men of color, women of color, just remember this. Just because they are gay does not make them our ally. (laughs) They are still privileged Caucasian men and women out there that just because they are gay does not mean that they fall in line with progressive views. So just always remember that. You know, I 100% agree with you. And on the subject of fake is that... I feel like when you come under the guise of progressive, when I was much younger, I really did think if you were progressive on one thing, you were progressive on all the things Mm -hmm. because I was born intersectional, not intersex. I was, which is nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with with that. I'm not, I'm not, I just want to be specific and clear. I was born intersectional. 
I was born at the intersections of you fucking name it. And it's like, you know, I was born outside of New York, so I didn't really meet my tribe until I got here. But my point of saying that is since I was born intersectional, I just, my entire experience has taken in multiple things. So while on one hand, you might not offend me because you say something, I'm sorry, you may not think you're offending me because you say something about an Asian person and you may not think you're offending me because because, you're black and you're not Asian. Exactly. And you might, or or you look at me and you see an African-American and you don't know that I'm Latino also, Mm -hmm. right? Or you look at me and you assume I'm Latino and don't know that I'm also black American. You know what I mean? Like, or you look at me and you assume all kinds of things and or you think you know me and you assume things. And so when you start saying that shit that's offensive, I guarantee you I am related to a person either by blood um, or by marriage or by family of choice who fits that description. And it and these are a person who cares about me, who I care about, and it offends me. So if you want to talk about a Chinese person and you want to be offensive, you're talking about one of my cousins. You know what I mean? And I hate that you're doing that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You don't talk about a Mexican you're talking about one of my cousins. You're talking about an undocumented person. You're talking about multiple people that I know. You know what I mean? When you're talking about a lesbian, when you're talking about a disabled person, when you're talking about a um, when you're talking about a effeminate man, I was about to use the offensive term, but when you're talking about a fe- effeminate man, you're talking about What's the offensive term. Flamer. Fuck. When you're talking about a flamer. <laughs> Jesus When you're talking about a religious person When you're talking about a religious No listen, hear me out When you're talking about a religious person When when you're talking negative When you say this person is just stupid For example When you say anything For me, that is my answer My mother is a devout religious person right? My mother is a wonderful person And actually her religion gives her a bad name And I get why people say the things that they say but when you just deride these people, I'm offended. So when this white man comes to me and says, we're being divisive or, or, or being shady or uh, being fake, when I asked him, when I asked him, what did he think? He didn't tell me he thought I was, we were divisive. No, no courage. You know what I mean? And I was raised in a certain class culture and I know you don't say offensive things to people. But at the same time, you should be for real. I want to know when I when I ask when I ask you, I say you don't have to like it. Tell me what you think. I really want to know what you think, and you don't tell me. But then later, you ref- you tell someone else who I know, and you know the person is going to tell me. Then you say divisive. I say you're fake, mm-hmm. and you have a lot of fucking nerve. And that's why I was put you in the fake faggot category. You have a lot of fucking nerve because I saw your art. That you have your name on, and it was Rice Queen this and Rice Queen that, and this, and I'm just like, oh, that, and I told you that I found that problematic, and I told you I said I liked, I liked what the work. It it was actually overall, I liked the work. It was Mm -hmm. great. It was good. It was entertaining. It was interesting, and I thought it could grow into a larger project. I said the only problem I have is how freely the people were throwing around the the derisive, very horrible term, Rice Queen. And he was like, well, you know, the writer, the original, the person, essentially, 
what he told me is that the person who funded the whole project and whose idea it was and whose relationship it was based on is in this relationship with an Asian person and they both thought it was okay and so he included their language you know in the um you know in in the presentation and i thought that's fucked up you know the asian guy thinking it's acceptable for everyone to throw around rice queen that's his own not woke situation but you don't get to call me divisive when your shit like your shit is out there with your fucking name on it saying rice queen everywhere that's fucking divisive as far as I'm concerned, because because when you when you openly, I don't care if the Asian person is down with it or not. Just like when our boys in the barbershop were talking about, oh, you can have an Asian person uh, who lets you cheat on them and shit like that. And I was just like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> you didn't even like said something. Oh, no, I recall. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I felt like the but the moment that you start talking, because because just like the guy in the in the barbershop who was like. Oh, you can get an Asian boyfriend and he'll let you cheat on him. The same way I think as soon as I'm out of the room, you're going to say something about black guys Mm -hmm. and what black guys would be. All kinds of stereotypes, negative and or positive, if you decide that they're positive. But but the same way you you will accept a rice queen, you will also go with a um, situation where... Dinge Queen is being used in not a derogatory. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Dinge Queen is being used and no one's talking about how it's derogatory. It's just being thrown around. Or whatever the fuck else that these people, because I, I, I live in a bubble and I'm happy in my bubble. No one says no negative shit about Latinos and black people around me. Nobody. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I don't know what the new term is that you're using about you know black people or Latin people because I don't hear it. You know what I'm saying? But I think if you're going to do it about Asian people, you're going to do it about me. And if you don't, and it's not about me, it's going to be even about your own group. You know what I'm saying? I'm not down for that. And if you mm-hmm. fake, if you mm-hmm. think that shit's acceptable, and then come back to me and tell me the shit we talk about is divisive. It may be divisive, but if you had a, any, if you and anyone else who disagrees had any fucking courage, we might be able to bridge the divide. Amen. And I meant gay men. We say gay men. men. Gay men. G-A-Y-M-E-N. Um, you brought up religion. And I think that it should be the episode after HIV criminalization. Because yeah. I know you wanted to make that. We're going to talk about HIV criminalization, by the way. Yeah. I really wanted to bring up religion after that because... Um, of what's going on with um, Mexico and the hurricane. Oh, and, Yeah. And Trump and Korea and all that. So, well, I want to go back to Pulse. Um, so this whole now my whole feed is pray for, pray for, pray for. Um, and also you were saying about your mother and how whatever. Yeah, I'm probably going to defend your mother and probably going to defend my mother. <laughs> so y'all well, aren't ready. Fortunately, for this, mommy for is not going to listen to this because no, she, she's already going to be forewarned. I mean, like, mommy, so here's the deal. I'm, she's like, you don't have to tell me. I already know it's going to be full of epithets and words that I don't me, agree with. Blissfully <laughs> ignorant, really. You know, that's the way that I see my family. Well, we're not even going to get into religion anyway. Um, but that's that's one that uh, I'm definitely looking forward to speaking about, especially with uh, everyone praying for. We are still All having right. the conversation. Yes, we are back. Yes, we are. We, are. we take a brief pause. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh. 
Do you, we can talk about it if you no, want. I don't know if I'm talking shit. <laughs> we can talk about it <laughs> no. if you want. No, no, please. No, but um, to to your point, yes, you either need to recognize that you're that if you're going to be divisive, you're being divisive, right? And otherwise, shut the fuck up. You know. But I understand why you're uncomfortable, why people are uncomfortable with what we, what we do here. You know? No, yeah, definitely. Uh, I get it. I and I do understand, because we, we know we're going to talk about religion and all the rest of that shit. That is, like you said, you may offend my mother. Well, whatever. My mom's not going to listen. But and I'm sure that I'm going to offend many other people. I offend my mother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my mother offends herself. Your lifestyle offends your mother. You know what's so funny? My lifestyle does not. It offends her friends. Oh, well. It doesn't offend her. Well, then her friends will go suck a dick. (laughs) Let me take this thing out of my mouth. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so you were saying that it's going to, that you could see how some more, a lot of people aren't going to, you know, like the podcast or like it or listen to it, whatever. I'm telling you this. I can give two fucks about your negative comments. I'm not going to read them. Because I'm sure they're gonna come eventually. Well, when you post, when you, so here's the thing, Eric. You are the person who has the most friends, and you're the most popular. And as soon as you uh, release this, because mm-hmm. you haven't, I have not specifically because no. mm-hmm. you were not ready for. I was the- not ready for the motherfuckers <laughs> to come for me because I was gonna go for blood. But I'm telling you right now. Are you ready? I'm ready. Because I think it'll be cute to to release all four of them at once. All four? All right. Yeah, we're gonna we got a podcast all over their face. <laughs> but I'm telling you now, bitches. All right. I'm not gonna In read your it. eye. I'm not reading your motherfucking comments. I'm just not. Oh, I'm reading them. I'm not gonna go there. I'm gonna read them. Go for blood. I'm gonna read them. I'm gonna keep names. Because <laughs> you can't hide on Facebook, motherfuckers. <laughs> or or on YouTube or on Twitter I'm unless you have keep an anonymous doing my thing and recording we my m- motherfucking opinions why not i mean the thing is is that what we talk about is actually the real shit that's happening yeah and we're not the only ones cuz on the flip side of it I am getting feedback from like I'm getting feedback from several different types of listeners. So I'm getting feedback that's like so I you know, I told you I got some of that negative. Um, well, not so much negative, but some straight up negative. Some like, oh, you need a point counterpoint. I'm like, that's not what we do here. If we naturally don't agree on something, mm-hmm. we can naturally not agree. Correct. But often, because we are open to hearing the other side, if we don't agree at the end of the conversation. More than not, one of us will either agree once it's explained in the way, or we will agree to disagree, but it will not be a fuck you, it's done. You know what I mean? Listen, above all, this podcast, I feel for me, is to give you my point of view. Um, Because our voices are not being heard. Right. Um, And also people that haven't, you know, had the courage or had the platform to speak about their issues. Like, I'm really looking forward to bringing in a friend who is trans attracted. He's a male who's attracted to trans women. And I, I'm 
looking so forward to hearing Ooh, his I got point a of view. Really pretty trans woman and, who okay. maybe <laughs> and everybody else maybe we shouldn't um, do so. listening listening to his point of view because a lot of people have a lot of questions. Are they gay? Are they not? Are they um, confused? I honestly believe that they are not confused. Most of them. I don't believe that they're gay. I believe that they're just men who are attracted to women with something extra or with just women that were born men, whatever. I have so many questions that I'm going to say for that episode. No, no, no. Yeah, Your your friend is uh, down for like really kind of... Base level purient questions like I'm not sure about that, but we'll get him. We'll ask him. Ask him. Well, we can interview him in advance, but he knows I, me, Ross. He okay. knows me. He's gonna. He, he knows so, oh, the well kind then, of questions I'm gonna then go then for. He knows me because I have yeah. because you know me and you are on the same page. With no, we're good, we're good. We're good. We're good. Because when it comes down to desire, your genitalia matters. Right. Yeah, but do you know it I, ain't I your shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> I just fell over. <laughs> Ross, you're so stupid. It's true. No, because I, my first boyfriend used to, which I spoke about before, used to say, I just don't even like the shoulder of a woman. I was like, you're full of shit. It's not, it's, it's, it's what's below. You don't care about the shoulder. It ain't your shoulder. No, yes. But you know what? I think just, you know, just because they're sexually attracted to that penis whether it's inserted in them or not, I don't. I honestly don't believe that that makes them gay. I think I that think, I think the G spot is your asshole, and that's that. <laughs> and it's funny. However, you get I, to it is your business. This is I want to do this, but we can't. We can't delve into that today. Okay. All right. We are gonna say because this is a good one. That's gonna be a good yeah, one be fun. for sure. It's gonna be a lot of fun, but we're gonna do it on that day. Um, so we have HIV criminalization. We're going to do religion. so upcoming since we've been three <laughs> okay. weeks off. We are going to do HIV. We're going to talk about HIV criminalization, which you need to know about if you don't. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about religion. And that's that's going to be a one where Eric and I are talking. We're going to do a barbershop and then we're going to do a follow up with um, gay men who are religious and we're going to let them hear their side because I'm going to tell you when Eric and I talk and then when the barbershop talks, it's going to be one-sided. <laughs> but, right, right, right. I would actually, that's a great idea. Yeah. Somebody who's gay and who's really religious. Yeah. I, I have a couple of people who I definitely want to uh, want us to speak to because there is, you know, there are a lot of gay men who would be, and that's all, I'm, all I'll say about it, is there are a lot of gay men who are actually religious they just don't have a place. They don't know how they can integrate the life that they lived. And they're not hateful. They're not mm-hmm. self-hating. And that's all I'll say about it because mm-hmm. I really want the guys who are avowed and open and honest about being religious and how they reconcile that. Because that's always been my question. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you know my problem. Oh, that's your question, right? That's always For been me, my it's question. religion in general that I just don't like. Which, which, which you and I... Uh, being that you can actually be one person and have simultaneous beliefs, I do agree with you. Well, I already know that you're part of that church, and I know that you're not going to agree with me one hundred percent. So no, I don't. Really well, know. yeah, no. It's what it is is that I have two minds. I can I simultaneously simultaneously hold two ideas that, for me, in my life, don't conflict. 
Um, but we're going to talk about it. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Yeah. Um, and then after religion, we're going to have the next conversation. All right. Yeah. So we didn't talk about Burning Man. Oh, Burning Man? How yeah. Much longer we, we, we have, have a, we have, um, Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So um, I want to, because here's the thing. I want to hear about fucking Burning Man and I want to hear about Mexico. Okay. So I really want to hear it. Let me be more specific. I want to hear how it was for you because I know a couple of gay guys who have mm-hmm. been there mm-hmm. and I'm not, one is bisexual. That's one thing. And the other one, I don't know that very well. But I want to know what your experience was like at Burning Man, especially as an open out gay man of color who didn't go with the tribe. Right. Do you want to explain that, or do you think that's not necessary? No, it's necessary. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, well, quickly, with Mexico, I was staying in Guadalajara at a friend's apartment, which was amazing. Uh, I had a great time. I love Mexico, and my thoughts are with Mexico and the people that are going through this earthquake. It's terrible. Um, and Mexico, love you tons. Uh, anyway, so Mexico was fun. And then I headed up to Vegas, Stayed there a night and then to Reno, stayed a night in the airport because I got in around midnight and the flight wasn't, I mean, the bus to Black Rock City wasn't uh, until 11 in the morning. Took a bus out. Um, How was Burning Man? Well, first of all, Burning Man, if you decide you want to go, trust me, it requires a lot of preparation. Um, I would say at least at least two months of preparation with the logistics, which you need to take, you know, they're all about radical self-reliance and radical self-expression. So with the expression part, you know, um, be prepared to see a lot of costumes, a lot of personalities. Um, the heat is brutal. This was one of the hottest burns in record on record. It's in the desert, right? It is. Where, where exactly in is it? Nevada, North, North Nevada. Um, in Black Rock uh, Desert, but they call it Black Rock. Do you know City. how far that is from either Las Vegas or Reno, or do from you not? Vegas, it's about nine hours. From Reno, it's about three. Um, as a gay man of color, as well, let's do the gay thing. There are a few camps that are gay, um, so they're definitely openly, you know, they're open to gay stuff. And of course, I mean, it's a bunch of like hippies. Um, there was this camp called the Down Low Club. Shout out to the Down Low Club. The Down Low Club. Yeah. Help um, me understand. Because that's, that's retro. That's like 10 years ago, Down Low. Yeah, exactly. I was very torn in half about it. I walked in there thinking it was going to be a bunch of gay men, not really thinking about the name Down Low Club. Yeah. But if you read up um, their camp, it's very much perpetuating that bullshit of like, straight men and come to us and let us drain you and you can go back to your girlfriends afterwards. It really oh, wow. Is, yeah. They are retro. Very, very, they very like much so. They are like 10 years and 40 years ago. They yeah. are, they're like ages before gay marriage. Yes. And wow. Yes. Wow. Big wow. Um, I walked out of there like, what <laughs> the fuck? Why well, did I even walk in So let's in be there? real. Was anybody sexy? No. What? It was last minute and... Nobody in your... For you, nobody was sexy? No. That just destroyed. Don't okay. get me wrong; they were really nice. One of them actually even invited me to join their camp. The next, I didn't year. ask about nice. <laughs> I asked about sexy. No. All right, let's just keep no. it real because well, all the girls have this fantasy 
about yeah. not all the girls, but a lot of you girls out there have a fantasy about a fucking straight man with his virulent masculinity and he's all buff and he's like he's got Eric's voice I don't have, but you know what I mean. And Ross's <laughs> body that I don't have. <laughs> Get out of here. And he comes to you and he fucks you senseless and you're happy ever after. The download club did tribe club camp <laughs> camp oh camp they didn't have one of those no no sexy guy no 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 um Damn. no exactly yeah but to be fair i did go around noon so i'll be fair i'll be fair with them <laughs> wait is it different if it's not at noon well you know well, evening noon, is wait, usually wait, sexual wait, for noon people. at in the desert yeah, yeah, they were no. open twenty four hours. Yeah, no. yeah. No. Um, oh, some of the anyway, camps aren't open twenty four hours. No, um, oh. but either way, it was very white. You know, for gay men of color, gay men, for men of people of color, the place is Burning Man is very Caucasian, very white. Um, so no, because we've had our Burning Man, and that didn't turn out very well. <laughs> are you talking you do, about? You don't want to laugh at that. Wait, you want to laugh, about? but you do want to laugh. As people of color, we've had enough Burning Men. Oh, and that God. just. Right, right, so if right, you call right. an event Burning Man, <laughs> we're not. Where inclined. It's all white men, yeah. white people. White people want to go to the desert and burn a man. It's like, you know. Girl, they're going to nah, burn me. Nah, nah. You know what? I, I'll pass. I can, I and my can. Mexicans know what I'm talking okay. about. Because you know what I'm saying? Like, so yeah, no. We're not really trying to go to the no, desert but- and be with a bunch of long haired white people who wanna burn a man. <laughs> but let me tell you, you know, um I honestly thought that I was gonna walk in there and everybody would greet me with a smile and, you know, a hug and a hello. And that wasn't the case. Um I don't wanna blame it on my the skin of my the color of my skin or the ink on my skin, my tattoos. Um I don't wanna pinpoint that because i don't want to you know assume shit but honestly i thought they were going to be nicer i thought they were going to be like hello how are you and i rarely got hellos from just random strangers when you go into the camps they are very friendly um but besides that not so much and that's my next thing i highly recommend joining a camp join a camp because it just makes the experience so much better um i was in a camp area where it was just, you know, people who went solo and they took the Burn Express bus, which is a way to get there. Oh, so the is there like a de facto solo camp? Yeah. Yeah. It's called Hoverlandia. Um, it's called what? Hoverlandia. Okay. Yeah. High occupancy vehicle with a bus <laughs> that took us in. <laughs> the carpools. Um, which was great. It was really, I, I definitely recommend getting into Were they a, friendly and nice? No. I wouldn't say that they weren't friendly and nice. They... They definitely weren't welcoming. They definitely weren't like. Is that like a Burning Man thing where they're so not accepted in the world at large that they're just kind of? I mean, do the burning people, Burning Man people? I don't know the right term. Burners. Burners. Do are they burners full time, or is that just a thing they do, or is it some are full time burners and some are not? Like, how does that work? Well, I mean. There are the people that are like real burners are just the ones that have gone to Burning Man several times. Oh, like, so it's oh, not like a my... thing where you live your life and like, no. like you don't well, set shit on fire during the what? year. No, but... you do. There, there are some devoted burners that just they all their friends are burners. All of their social but do they activities. set shit on fire periodically throughout the year? Throughout cities, yeah. Oh, they have like some. They have burning. smaller. They have it's sort smaller of like burns. TEDx. 
there's TED Talks and then right. TEDx. Yeah, yeah. They're like Burning Man, the big Burning Man, and then there's Burning Man X. Most where, definitely, yeah. Where they get together. Wow. Yeah. Educating me today. So, I mean, don't get me wrong. Burning Man was an experience. It was the toughest physical experience I've ever had. I can imagine you're in the fucking desert. Um, do not wear black, dark colors. <laughs> <laughs> you, the dust just shows. That's an anathema to you. How do you do that? Know, How right? do you not wear black? The dust is everywhere. I'm such a New Yorker. <laughs> um, the dust really is everywhere. Ooh, everywhere. Well, they're burning shit. <laughs> no, wait. It's, it's the... Um, There's ash. No, it's the desert. And actually, it's not even sand. It's like residue of a lake or something alkaline some I have some shit like that oh anyway, right yeah it's like a powder it's mm-hmm. so fine it really gets everywhere um anyway so yeah burning man is awesome definitely go you know experience it yourself um you will see a lot of nudity um you will see amazing costumes i would say don't take anything too expensive because it will be ruined by the dust uh, i heard yeah. some people got burned up which one, is, I'm not happy about it. I'm just saying. It's not one like man can... did jump into the... Uh, into Burning Man? You didn't hear about him? I did hear about it, but I didn't know he went into the Burning Man. Into, like literally... He killed himself. He did. He, he did, planned yeah. to go to Burning Man and kill himself. Sacrifice himself. Or it could have been drugs. Who knows? Is there a lot of There that? are plenty, plentiful drugs. Um, but be safe because there are undercover cops. Who are like, oh, you have anything, whatever. And yeah, yeah. Undercover I cops know, have invaded Burning Man? Uh, Burning Man. Because yeah. Burning Man is big like a city. It's 70,000 people, and it is a city. And it's as big as a city. Trust me, guys. Bigger than the city I grew up in. Go physically at your peak, because you're going to be biking and walking a lot. If you want to get shit done, you're going to be biking a lot. I think Ross has to pee. <laughs> Anyways, We're at 56 minutes and 26 yeah, seconds. Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Um, Burning Man's a did shit. Did you fuck anyone at Burning Man? Fuck your fake friends. <laughs> but did you fuck, fuck anyone at Burning Man? Did what you fuck song? anyone at Burning Man? Uh, oral. Not not actual fucking. Here it is, oral. people. You can go to Burning Man through everything he said and still get your dick sucked. No, most definitely. No, there's plenty of sex. There are many camps that are like large orgies. Really? Yeah, yeah. But just for uh, those it's men of color. It's the fire party. It's not the black party. It's the fire party. <laughs> men of color that, you know, enjoy other men of color. It's not so much for you. Because, you know, Caucasian men, I, I'll sleep with a few, you know, with some white dudes. Some are, hell yeah, some are sexy as fuck, but they're definitely not at the top of the list. And, you know, I, I don't find myself really, like, gravitating too much to them. So I was like, eh. But, um... I can't wait for the Shout comments. out to those, those white men. You know, I still fucks with you. And I'm not trying to be, you know, like divisive and shit. <laughs> no, I just, you know, I treat you the way you treat me. I mean, you're nice, but I don't, um, no, no blacks, no, no Latins, no, no Asians. Asians, no fats, no femmes. I can't. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> See you next time. All right, time. guys. So this has been Verse Verse with Eric Trujillo. And I'm Ross, and uh, we hope to let you you listen with us again. Goodbye. Bye.